on the new story podcast with me, your host, healer, musician, renaissance woman, Rebecca Conran, a tutor of her own horner, (laughs) Rebecca Leone Conran. Um, I'm here with the Energy Report for March the 16th through the 22nd. That's right, we're just powerhousing through this year, 2020 year of foundation, um, and, uh, and requiring a lot of patience out of us, a lot of patience. There's a lot of scary things that are being projected at us. And, uh, and this week we really are noticing that. So the theme that I've chosen this week is, uh, I know what is right and important for me. I know what's right and important for me. It's all about, the theme this week is about knowing that you know what's right for you. And the right healers will help you to develop your own intuitive guidance. You won't need to rely on them to give you the answers all the time. They, when you work with them, they will be ones uh, like myself who help to point you in the direction of listening to what's going on inside of you. Um, because you do know what is right and important for you. And sometimes you need that validation that you have permission to listen to yourself and healers definitely help with that. And, uh, this week is really about tapping into that. And of course, sometimes we do need that validation. Sometimes we do need someone to mirror back at us the, uh, the intuitive guidance that, that exists inside of us. Um, the theme, I know what is right and important for me. The tarot card I picked this week is the moon. Um, Got some heavy cards. I mean, last week we got the death card, right? Which is really just about transformation. It's not about literal death, uh, but it can be. Um, And the moon is about, like, really that that shadowy, emotional side of us um, that is often repressed, ignored, and comes out uh, in really... um, in really scary ways sometimes because it's because it's in the shadow. You know, anything that's living in the shadows, well, we it creeps us out a little bit, right? Because we we can't quite see what it is. We can feel it. There's something there. It's freaking me out. So this is all about this week's all about bringing those things that are in the shadows to light, bringing them into the light, shining a light on it, uh, being becoming informed as to what's really going on. Uh, for us in the shadows of our minds, of our hearts, um, etc. So the moon card in tarot is about feeling fear. It's about believing illusions uh, and projections. And, um, you know, I think ultimately the, the help from this card is about not giving in to the shadow wounded self. You know, that self does not need to run the show. And as you learn to reparent yourself, you can guide that wounded self to be a more optimistic and connected uh, 
uh, integrated um, side of you that's not just this like wounded, tantruming, uh, confused baby, you know, uh, because you've helped it to to understand, to evolve, and to grow uh, with the other more mature sides of you. This um, this card is asking us to have courage and to overcome our anxieties by seeking to understand the root of them. So, so some of the stuff to do with like the coronavirus, right, is also about an inner fear around death, suffering, pain. Um, it's a natural reaction to fear death and suffering. I think it would be weird if we were like, mm, shrug shoulders, I guess, uh, I guess I'm just dying now. I think that all life is seeking to uh, to survive, right? So it's normal for us to have fears around death and suffering and pain. Uh, but we also have to come to terms with this information and not just reject it and fear it. Okay, so death is also a rite of passage for us. It's a rite of passage. It's a transformation. Um, and um, so coming to terms with this thing... This, this, these fears that underlie so much of our behavior, you know, we worry that we don't have enough time, we worry that we're going to uh, die alone, that we're not um, going to leave enough accomplishments. All of these uh, behaviors can be related to fear of death. Uh, and I think that, you know, right now we really have to encompass that our energy is infinite. Your energy can never be destroyed, it can only transform your life, uh, the experiences you've had, and the infinite energy within you, they are your accomplishments. We are being asked to revere life and to, um, sure, we're going to feel some fear around change, but not to give in to that fear. Life might be looking differently right now than what used to be familiar. Okay, we, we don't know what to expect or what's coming next. But that doesn't mean that we need to panic or terrorize ourselves. So this card, the moon, it's saying we've got anxieties right now coming from us, being projected onto us from other fearful places. We have to find our way back to the infinite beauty that exists. We have to connect with and understand what the inherent fears are that are leading the show, that are in the shadows, right? A fear of death. Uh, can really manifest as many other kinds of fears in our life. So just connecting into that and then encouraging that side of us uh, with our spiritual uh, information. The weekly ritual this week is handing over injustice. I just directly took this from the Gertrude Hershey Mudra deck. Um, but it just it feels right right now because, uh, well, personally, I've been really fucking angry um, I, it, it, it's so easy for me to get really fucking angry at, um, politicians right now. And it's, it's not even Trump. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm obviously disgusted by, um, like Trump, but it's like, it's the sly, uh, it's the, it's the people who like really go above and beyond to say that they're this other way, um, uh, like uh, Kamala Harris and Cory Booker and like Hillary Clinton and all these like politicians who are coming out in support of Biden and it, it's it's so frustrating 
You know, it's so frustrating um, as a humanitarian uh, to see these human needs being silenced, being silenced by these um, greedy, greedy establishment politics that belong that are happening in the Democratic Party and the in the the DNC is like a really scary uh, bully, and um, it's it's hard to to not feel the injustice, right? To not feel like millions of people who want a universe, our taxes, they're right now going to war and building a fucking wall and all of this shit that we've been paying for for eons. Uh, we simply want our taxes that we're already paying to go towards things that bring humans dignity. And um, it's, it's, it's hard not to feel pained by the injustices, right? So I thought this card as a ritual was really appropriate. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it directly from Gertrude. Um, Stand up for your rights, but without passing judgment on others. You can leave the judging to a higher court. You may criticize what another does, but it is not up to us to judge the doer. For remember, only injured people injure. Only oppressed people want to oppress others. Only weak ones want to weaken other people, and only the frustrated want to frustrate others. Try to hand over the injustice which others do to you to a universal authority. When you feel persecuted, surrender the pain which is inflicted upon you to spirit. Spirit's love heals our hurts. Spirit's strength strengthens us. The goodness in the universe leads us through. So I think it's hard to imagine um, knowing how... When we see people that are really being oppressed, it's hard for us to think of like a Donald Trump character as an oppressed person, right? But if we can think of it in terms of like his behavior stems from... Uh, the oppression he felt as a child. I mean, when I see his mother, I am just like, it makes sense to me that this person is so wounded. Um, And yes, a total fucking asshole. But all of that is coming from a place of deep, deep wounding, right? So in terms of like what happens to him, how he gets his comeuppance or whatever, we have to really hand that over to spirit to kind of figure it out you know, um, and I feel that way with a lot of people. I feel really angry, (laughs) like, fuck you guys. Uh, but at the same time, you know, being able to hand over this, these injustices to spirit to help, to help us, because it's such a weight to carry that anger. It's such a weight. Um, so this week, whenever we feel that wheat, that wheat, that, um, Today is the day that Mercury is going retrograde, so I'm sorry if some of my words are like on top of each other, because uh, it's a full moon and uh, Mercury is turning direct, so I'm a little bit discombobulated. But when we feel really frustrated, when we feel really um, upset and we can't figure shit out, I just can't make sense of why people are like this, we need to really give over that anger and that frustration and that hurt to spirit to help us to figure things out, to help us to know how to, um, how to 
move through the situation, the feeling, the, uh, the beliefs, whatever, in a way that benefits us, me and you, you know, not in a way that feeds um, energy into these places that really don't deserve our energy. You know, I can sit here and think all day long about how Donald Trump is a fucking asshole. But really, how is that benefiting me? It's just not, right? So I'm giving this over to spirit to help make sense of things for me and to help me to like use my energy in a way that's helpful to me and other people instead of a way that drains me. So handing over your injustice this this week. Um, okay, so this week is really busy, busy, busy. Okay, really busy. March the 16th through the 22nd, it's a big-ass week. Um, there are things going on astrologically all week long, big things, good things. Personally, I feel like I've been in somewhat of a holding pattern of sorts for the past few months, and yes, that's a very Mercury retrograde thing to be happening. It's also because Mercury's been in Pisces, we've been in Pisces season, it's a wrapping up season. It's very like heady and karmic and it's an emotional and it's not necessarily about like, let's push go. Um, I've, I have been moving forward. Absolutely. But it's definitely felt like I'm taking two steps forward, one step back. Then I go to the left a couple steps back up over to the right, turn in a circle. I mean, what the fuck, right? Things have been slowly coming together. And I have found that every single day I am asking spirit, I'm saying, I don't know how to do this. I don't know how this will work. I don't know how to move through this spirit. Show me, figure it out for me, you know, help me. (laughs) It's a continual cycle of surrender. Um, and it's a powerful tool to use. It's a powerful tool to use as much as we may want to will our way through the changes that are happening. We really do have to keep giving it up to the benevolent forces of love and light in the universe right now. Um, Why? Because we need the support. We deserve the support. Um, We can't do it all alone. We deserve the connection. And also because it's the natural order of things for the infinite wisdom of our higher selves to have an opportunity to lead the show sometimes too and to override our human, uh, our human conditioning. Um, and it's a real dance. It's a real dance. But I feel like we've been doing it. And the more I do it, the more uh, successful I am in my endeavors. And actually, the more peace I feel inside. Uh, on Monday, the 16th of March, Mercury is going to re-enter Pisces. Uh, hi, we've been here. We know this drill. When our mind, perceptions, rational abilities are in Pisces, we're dreamier, we're mentally foggier, uh, we are thinking in ways that are influenced by our emotions. We've been dancing with this energy for a while. This is our second entry back at these points. Um, And this time, though, we're direct. So we definitely, it's less foggy. Uh, but we're still, uh, we're still having to connect in with some of this information that feelings aren't facts. Okay, sometimes they are intuitive for sure, for sure. But mostly for us humans, they are sensory reaction, they are sensory reactionary releases connected to our conditioned responses. So they're valuable tools of information, but they're not always truths. 
You know, there are these, um, they give us windows into what needs our attention and affection, but it doesn't make them a fact, right? So for example, you may feel unworthy and there are probably woundings that you've experienced that amplify those feelings. And there are probably situations in your life that uh, you feel are representative of your unworthiness. You can absolutely honor that that feeling exists. It's there. It definitely needs compassion and love. You are absolutely feeling that way, but it's not a truth about you just because you're feeling it. Feeling unworthy does not mean that you are actually unworthy. Those are the types of inner dialogue separations that we need to be making with this energy. I may feel fear, but that doesn't make the things I feel afraid of reality. The best use of this energy is to focus on your vision of the world and, the, and, and life um, in a way that you want to see uh, it and, and the life you want to lead. Um, keep your focus on the higher potential, always on the higher potential. Creativity and creative thinking are amplified. Artistic endeavors are given a boost with this transit. You know, as soon as Mercury first entered into Pisces, I wrote a new song. I hadn't written anything in like eight months, uh, maybe more. Um, I made art. I started making art again after a while. I thought up this new plan for my new shop. I mean, lots of cool shit creatively has, was influenced by this, uh, by this placement. <clears throat> so use it, use it, you know, um, get down to brass tacks with your creativity. On Wednesday, the 18th of March, what a huge Capricorn day. We've got the moon conjunct Mars, Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn all in Capricorn. The moon in Capricorn helps us to be more detached around our feelings. It's more matter of fact, and it can roll up its sleeves and get to work. The moon is like such an emotional um, place. So to have Capricorn there is kind of a nice shift. We don't necessarily feel the emotionality. We feel more practical about our lives. So on this day, as the moon touches many important planets, including Saturn, which is at the last degree of Capricorn, it's about to change signs, we are really feeling ready to achieve and build new material possibilities, um, and it's happening. We could be feeling really determined on this day. Uh, it's a positive thing. It's a cohesive energy. There's a lot going on. We're really shifting through uh, our masculine energies making them uh, in service to our feminine sides instead of toxically, you know, using our masculine sides to overpower the, the feeling, nurturing, being receptive, uh, creative sides of us. In the shadow aspect on this day, we could feel as though our manifestations aren't happening how or when we would like, and that can make us feel like we need to control our experience more, and that act of controlling leads to anxiety. You can either expand your determination to build the spiritual in reality by, continuing, by continually returning to your flow and allowing spirit to take the lead as we discussed, or you can feel a deep anxiety at all you need to get done um, and do by trying to will your way through life. We've got to continue to let these false structures fall apart around how we achieve, why we achieve, what we are doing in our lives.
you know, uh, with the South Node still working us through releasing these lineages upon lineages of toxic masculine drives through that old Capricorn energy of how we achieve, why we achieve the status that we're looking for, etc., the approval, um, we, we have to let certain systems die. It's inevitable. The times we're moving into is really how may I serve, not what can I get. And not just service uh, where you're just giving yourself away. How may I serve? How do I serve myself and others, you know, um, in a way that empowers all of us? So this is going to be <clears throat> a really strong day for like when we're tuning into what we're doing in terms of career achievement, our physical reality, um, maybe even our physical health. Moving on to Thursday, the 19th of March, we've got the sun heading into Aries. Happy new energy year. Happy birthday, Aries, and happy spring equinox. This is, a, this is such good news and a positive shift. I don't know about you, but I am so, so, so looking forward to it. Maybe because I am a water sign and I really enjoy having um, being in something that's not a water sign. <laughs> uh, bless, 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 bless. Um, but also, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a really wonderful time to put shit out there. You know, Aries is cardinal. It's a born leader. It's the element of fire, which sparks and ignites life and fire purifies. It's great protection as well. Um, it's great at like boundaries and all of those things. Wherever you have Aries in your chart, you're going to feel a deep shift. This is radiant, self-confident energy, and it's just what we need as these, as we're these little seedlings right now, and we're ready to break through the heavy soil of life. The sun is our identity, and as it's collectively in Aries, we're all going to feel that push to be more forceful individually, you know, put ourselves out there and do things our way. We, we need all of us. Our collective needs all of us. All of us are imperative to the collective consciousness. But with this energy, the sun into Aries, we also are going to be seeing some ego aggrandizement, some selfishness, and steamrolling the will of others, because that's the shadow side of this energy. Um, yeah, I mean, this is like a great energy for being that spiritual warrior and calling upon those spiritual warriors. You know, uh, one angel that I use a lot is Uriel. And, uh, you know, angels are these wonderful energies of compassion and um, love and support. But also, you know, you don't see them like holding a teddy bear. <laughs> you know, they're holding fucking swords of fire sometimes because they are ready to protect and fight for um, their... Uh, for the higher, um, expressions of our, of our, of our, uh, evolution, you know, and so this energy can help us with that. It can help us to be protectors for ourselves. It can help us to purify, uh, our own energy and to, um, ward off the energies of others that might seek to drag us into fear if we allow it. Um, Friday, Again, every day this week, we've got shit going on. Friday the 20th of Mar March, um, Mars is going to conjunct Jupiter, both in Capricorn. Mars conjunct Jupiter, both in Capricorn. 
If you've wanted to boost your follow through, this is going to give you such an enthusiastic boost. This is a great day to get started with anything or to activate whatever it is that you're doing. Mars is action, so it's a really good day for action. Jupiter is expansion. With the physical energy of Mars and the confidence and optimism of Jupiter, this is a great day to just get out there. Jupiter is also a wonderful element for the arts, for creativity, for philosophy, and basically anything, any and all things spiritual. So I'm super excited that on this day I'm going to be playing a show at Berlin in the Lower East Side in New York City around 8 p.m. with a few other lovely singing acts. If you're in New York City, I'd love to see you come see me play live. I've missed you all. I'd love to see your beautiful faces. Um, This is a great day if you're doing something creative to follow through on that. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be just an awesome date for um, that expansion, to moving forward with expansion. On the next day, the 21st of March, Saturn is going to enter into Aquarius. So Saturn spends two and a half, about two and a half years in each sign. And so now it's going to be moving. Um, so this is a transit that really supports the humanitarian. If there was ever a placement that helps Bernie Sanders, it's got to be Saturn and Aquarius. Because as more of the collective feel pushed to stand up for innovation, rebellion, and revolution, uh, we're going to feel more impetus to change. If you were born between 1990 and 1992, you are just now entering a rite of passage that we call the Saturn Returns. Uh, It says the entry into maturity. However, right now we're just going to be getting this initial taste of Saturn in Aquarius. It's going to re-enter into Capricorn when it retrogrades in July uh, to finish up all the things that we've already been building and working on before it heads into Aquarius to stay in December. So we're just getting this taste before summer of this Aquarius, Saturn in Aquarius. Saturn, again, helps us to mature, to know what our responsibilities are, to create discipline in life. And it doesn't, it only changes every two, two and a half years. So this is a big change that we're going to feel. Many things take discipline, waking up, brushing your teeth, caring for ourselves and one another, being timely. These all touch on Saturn. Saturn helps us by showing us what our limitations are. You know, you might want to ride a bike, but if you've never gotten on one and then you just get on one uh, without practicing first, you might fall off and injure yourself, right? Saturn helps us to realize that we need to practice, we need to be patient, we need to plan wisely. And it just shows us, like, what our limitations might be. Um, Not in a way to punish us, but to help us to really put the work in um, to become experts, ultimately, and to do things in a way that doesn't cause us undue harm. Saturn and Capricorn embodied Saturn perfectly because he was at home here. We honed how we achieve, why, and what the hell we're doing that relates to our career and work life. And guess what? Saturn loves to be in Aquarius, too. It's really at home in Aquarius. Aquarius is extremely progressive. It looks to the future. And even though Aquarius seeks to make its own rules, uh, it's also intuitive and socially aware. It's always looking out for the little guy. It wants to work with what's best for community. This is a placement that bucks the status quo. 
Aquarius really rebels against systems, foundations, and responsibilities that don't promote growth, evolution, and altruism. As the element of air, our thoughts are more easily restructured with this placement, and that's going to come up a little bit more as well uh, later on in this report. That's great. Let's get all those archaic mindsets changed. The dark side of this transit is eccentricity and extremism gone too far. So the polarization between those willing to grow and those who are not is going to become even more apparent as humans wrongly believe they can stop the natural evolution of life. It cannot be stopped. Nothing can stop the inevitable changes that are speeding up in our time. Where you feel afraid and get scared and can't figure things out, again, invite spirit in to help. Our guides need our permission to intervene. Ask regularly. As I'm writing this, some stuff is really becoming clearer for me. So Saturn is what we work for towards and Aquarius loves and is deeply connected to community. It makes so much sense to me that this is the moment I am birthing a new community space to practice in, one that innovates my particular connection to healing and creativity and serves as both inspiration for me and for my community. You know, all these things are aligning and I can't wait to invite you all up to Yin Shop in Mountaindale, New York for workshops and goodies uh, this spring, summer. I'm so excited to be opening this space. And it really um, is in alignment with like how our careers, how we work uh, needs to become something that supports community, something that supports uh, being ingenious about what our gifts are and how we share them. Uh, and how we uh, make careers out of them. So this is going to be another great transit. We might be feeling some heaviness with Saturn at the last degrees of Capricorn, especially with all the other planets in Capricorn. Um, but the shift into Aquarius, I think, is going to feel really freeing, really, really freeing. Um, Sunday, the 22nd of March. This is a tough one. Uh, this is the most tough transit of the week. And it basically is going to go on for another week after this transit starts. So it's Mars conjunct Pluto. They're both in Capricorn. So this meeting, conjunctions are when planets are at the same degree, right? So this meeting of both Mars and Pluto, it's two of the most aggressive planetary influences, so on one hand, it can be a recipe for power struggles and even outright violence. On the other, it can give you the personal endurance to be like that tenacious goat traversing all the way up the cliffside of a mountain to reach the peak. Yes, this is a heavy transit. It's also a power transit. Where we try to control and manipulate, we are going to be feeling frustrated. Where we use our spiritual power in flow with higher purpose, we're going to find unbelievable success. Sometimes I wonder how I've been able to get through and manage all the many shifts I've gone through in my life and all the wonderful avenues of healing and creativity I've opened up for myself. You know, time and time again, I've rebuilt new things, new avenues, new careers, new ways of, of being. Each time I started, I didn't have the money, I didn't have the resources, or literally any fucking idea what I was getting into, including my record last year. 
A lot of the time, I also have not had very much earthly support either. Certainly not anyone I could fall back on financially. But somehow, through my open-heartedness, willingness to succeed and fail, and my overarching service to the greater good, I've been able to make many feats that could have otherwise seemed impossible into a reality. Now, this doesn't mean that everything I do is a success or that my future endeavors won't fail. But life has showed me that when I put energy into strengthening my faith and my connection with spirit, first and foremost, I am able to do so much more than I ever thought possible. And you can too, you know, um, and it really is about letting go of trying to control how I want things to look and be. It's about honing the impulse of what intuition feels like and then letting it go, giving spirit those ideas giving spirit permission to make things happen. So important for this time to really let go of our grip on how we think everything should be. Uh, we really need to open up to the fact that like there are, is, is much more possibility for, wonderful, uh, for a wonderful way that things can be if we, if we take our own viewpoint out of it sometimes. You know, as far as I can see in my perspective is just a tiny little iota of what kind of potential exists, right? What kind of potential for good and for abundance exists. So we have to always be willing to expand into a much bigger potential, a much bigger vision uh, by giving and surrendering over to the, to, uh, to spirit. Um, Okay, so also on this day, the 22nd of March, I don't talk a lot about uh, asteroids beyond Chiron, but this transit happening on the same day as this Pluto-Mars conjunction seems appropriate. It's Vesta, and it's changing signs from Taurus to Gemini. Vesta carries the energies of sacred service. It shows us where we need to invest the energy of devotion. As the asteroid of commitment, sexuality, and our personal needs, this transit through Vesta in Taurus, which we've been moving through for the last few months, it's really helped us to open up our sacred resources and activate our creative gifts. It's no surprise we've become deeply connected to making sacrifices personally in alignment with our sacred earth resources. We want to take better care of the earth. We use this energy to commit to practical service. I feel like a lot of us have also really committed to self, practical self-care, you know, that, that uh, in the last few months in a really powerful way, surrendering uh, certain aspects of what we used to use to feel good uh, in sacred service to revering our lives, revering our bodies. As we shift into Gemini, sacred communication is going to become more apparent. Our minds are powerful tools of manifestation, and each thought is an affirmation. So if you think of each thought as being an affirmation and a tool of manifestation, we get really, uh, it can be really, uh, you know, if we think of the quality of our thoughts and really pay attention to that, we might not be, we might not be affirming what, we, what we'd really like to be affirming in this life. So with Vesta moving into Gemini, there's an opportunity here to really hone how we use our minds and how powerful our minds are. Does your mind serve your manifestations or do your manifestations represent the fears of your mind? 
Over the next two months, we have an opportunity to use our thoughts and beliefs to inspire ourselves and to create more beauty in the world. The sacred work we need to do right now is to become masters of our own minds. We can't control anything outside of our bodies, but we can control what we choose to think. And it takes work and dedication, but it can be done. So we're being asked to use our minds as these sacred portals of manifestation by learning how to surrender lower thought forms and to really hone in on that connection to spirit. I want to thank all the patrons of the Energy Report podcast and newsletter and this week to Isla Way for, for your Venmo donation. Thank you so much. I appreciate all of the help and support um, that uh, people give uh, to me uh, to help make this uh, available, you know, to help pay for the platforms monthly um, that I use to upload and all of that and to support my time and energy. Thank you so much. If you'd like to exchange any amount, you can do so via Venmo or by becoming a patron of the Energy Report, which are linked in the show notes. Again, friends, I am... Um, uh, opening up a shop in Mountaindale, New York uh, in April. It's called Yin. You can follow me at Yin New York, spelled out N-E-W-Y-O-R-K, Yin, Y-I-N. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram for updates. If you're in New York, I'd love to see you. Come visit me. Come visit me at my show on March the 20th at Berlin. It's a Friday night. Um, and I hope that this week meets you all well. Um, I hope that you're taking the very best care of yourselves as possible and your loved ones, and I'm sending you love. Okay, bye-bye.